Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Wise. I have so many topics and podcast episodes to share with you, and I am going to be putting out several podcast episodes over the next weeks, uh, the next like two to three weeks to make up for all of the ones that I missed in full transparency. You all know that I have had every intention to be consistent with this podcast. And I love, you know, I love this podcast, you know, I love sharing. And I have had just so many changes in the last several months. And they've all been incredibly positive and amazing changes. I think many of you can uh, see that in perhaps the way that I'm sharing on Instagram, just me, I feel great. But I think sometimes when we go through these huge things, it we don't expect how long it's going to take to process, like even just like living in a new city, even if the city is your hometown. So I did move back to Miami. I think I shared that on the podcast. Um, and even though it's been positive, this way of sharing is so intimate that I... I am a person, and this is a business lesson, right? I'm a person that um, strives to be incredibly authentic with everything I do. And when I feel like I'm in a processing state, it's very, which is always, right? (laughs) Like we're always processing stuff. But these kind of like bigger things, I feel the need to kind of go internal for a bit. Obviously, like I still show up in other ways. And I feel like now is the first time in years that I feel settled. There's been so many changes in the last three and a half years for me. And all of it felt like I was, I don't want to say dysregulated because that's not the right word, but like it's felt like, okay, here's a change. And then like, I'm waiting for another change and then there's other things happening, but now it really feels like, okay, grounded, you're settled, things are good and I will absolutely share more about all of the things that I've gone through and all of the things that have kind of happened uh, in time. So not right now because I still need to kind of gather my thoughts about them, but I promise you that I will be sharing lessons and things that I've learned uh, with you eventually. And I, because I feel that grounded, like things are settled, you know, you're staying here (laughs) for a while in terms of me living in Miami, I feel like now can be the time that I can really give this podcast uh, 
the consistency that it deserves. You all have been with me through so many things and I appreciate you, your patience. I know you reach out and ask where the podcast is and this is just my gratitude towards you. And I think that, you know, this is something that happens with creators in the sense of like how much, you know, like how much do I share? How much is too intimate and stuff like that. How do I navigate these changes? And I think I talked about that a little bit on the last episode or the episode before that. But that's something that I think about a lot um, in terms of like, there are absolutely things that I stay consistent with. Like this is my job, (laughs) obviously, you know, like my clients and my calls and the groups that I run and stuff on Instagram, even though I took off a little bit of time posting. And I was able to do that because my business was already established, right? When we are in the building phase, it's more important to create more volume and more consistency. And because I know that this podcast, that podcasts are essentially a relationship between, you know, podcaster and listener in the sense of trust, in the sense of like, okay, I expect on a Tuesday that the episode will be there. I know that that can get a little wonky and probably has gotten a little bit wonky here. And this is just my way of sort of, I don't want to say explaining, but shedding some light onto why it has been inconsistent, despite my best intentions, despite my announcements at times. But I have been, you know, in the times that I am quote unquote away from the podcast, just know that I am digging in deeper into my own intuition, my own practices, um, really just digging in deep. And when I feel like for all of us, like the last three years have been a an uprooting in a sense because of the pandemic. We're all feeling, you know, obviously throughout that time, it was really uncertain and really hard. I was going through a lot of things personally as well, just like recently. And I, again, now is the first time I think in a really long time that I'm like, all right, like now it's just forward and go rather than anticipating change, anticipating difference or feeling, um, unsettled. I think I had moments of that in California. Uh, but, and in Portland, absolutely. But I think that this feels very different. So a couple, just an announcement about this podcast in July, we are going to see the new name, the new artwork and the new song and intro. I can't wait for that. And then Kim and I are also doing our podcast, tell me everything, which we have been recording for, Uh, We've recorded five episodes, I think, over the last month. Those are a little easier for me to record because I have her and, and, you know, we're in conversation. But stay tuned for those things. Um, I just have so many things to share with the business, like the intuitive macro cert. I'm doing my personal training thing at the end of July. So a lot of really good things are happening. And I hope that this also just like serves as a message to you to do what it is that you need to do in order to process and in order to take space and do what it is that you need to do and obviously try to be transparent as possible with the people who trust you which is you know you guys 
And I hope that this offered again, just a little bit more insight into why and trust that (laughs) we will have our consistency in terms of the days that the podcast is released. It's going to be on Mondays. When I start adding the second episode, it's going to be on Thursdays. So expect Monday and Thursdays for episodes to be in your inbox besides these next few (laughs) where I'm going to be batching a bunch and releasing them to make sure that we have, you know, the number of episodes for the number of weeks that I missed. Today, I wanted to talk about, so thank you for listening and thank you for being here and for your trust and your time. Um, Today, like I said, I wanted to talk about ranges of consistency, which you're like, you might be like, what the hell is that? And this came up because I was talking to a client of mine, a one-on-one nutrition client, and who tends to be a little bit rigid and, or has a tendency to want to be rigid in order to believe that actions are worthwhile, which is so many of us, right? And that is will never work in the long term because we know that the more rigid something is, the more fragile it is, right? Like think of glass that's super rigid. One wrong move, it's broken in a zillion pieces. <laughs> Same thing with like a twig. That's really hard. Like if you ever touch like a really dry twig, it's that's hard. Like it crumbles in one second versus like a tree branch that is solid, but like you can sit on it, right? Like it can sway in the wind. It's flexible. So I think that as humans, we have a tendency to want to be rigid and to be perfect, uh, to deem things as worthwhile or to feel like we checked the box. And when we are perfectionistic, that is reaching for an ideal that doesn't exist. This happens with everything. This happens with nutrition. It happens with business. It happens with, um, you know, any sort of skill that you're trying to acquire. Like, oh, if I don't practice this much, this many times, then like it sucks and I'm bad at it and it's not even worth doing. And I think we can recognize the fact that human brains love uh, black and white. It's very hard for it's called dichotomous thinking in terms of I'm either thinking yes or no, good, bad, black, white, all nothing versus dialectical thinking, which is flexible thinking. And this is essentially adopting a growth mindset, right? Choosing to look at things a different way. So when I was talking to this client about, you know, how I shared with her because she would come up with a plan for the week and, you know, she couldn't execute on the plan because it was too rigid and too much. Um, And I told her, you need to allow yourself to be imperfect because the moment that she would like veer off the plan a little bit, it would be like a huge landslide. So I started to share with her that she needs to allow herself to be a little bit imperfect. And again, this is something that I went through. This is something that many people go through. And After that, she found that the imperfection or the thought of imperfection of like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to be imperfect also kind of started bleeding into territory of like, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm, you know, I'm like um, being a little loosey goosey. I'm being a little bit too go with the flow. And like that didn't feel good either. So 
I really wanted to clear that up as a, because I know that a lot of people go through this. It's not just like, oh, I'm doing it or I'm not. Because again, one wrong move and you're going to break. And with food, like food, your food journey is going to be comprised of a ton of quote unquote wrong moves. It just is what it is, right? Like you're going to have your steak dinner tracked and planned. And then your best friend might be like, but let's go get sushi you're not going to hit your macros in the same way. And like, that has to be okay. I would never want somebody to stay home from a life thing like that and having fun because of their macros, you know, like that is part of the journey with food and like, it's imperfect and it will be okay. So this is the mindset that, you know, would behoove us to adopt to know that imperfection means that you veer a little. And most importantly, I think the bigger theme here is that when we diet, we see huge, like dieting is made up of huge extremes. Like I'm, you know, it's like I restrict to the nth degree and then I binge to the nth degree. And we know that by the way, those are equal and opposite reactions to each other that are natural from a brain and body perspective. But Whenever we um, go into what intuitive macros teaches and my philosophy, we veer. But the veering is like, let's say binging and restricting is like 50 points. If we're thinking of like a graph, let's say I'm thinking of like a parabola shape. <laughs> I know everybody was in elementary or middle school at some t- some point, you know what a freaking parabola is. Or if you think of what like a sine and cosine <laughs> I'm taking us back right now, a sine and cosine chart, like the waves, the um, dieting and and restricting and binging is like huge swings up to like 0.50 if you're starting at zero, up to 50 and then down to negative 50, let's say. Big swings, natural responses versus being imperfect is like you're going like you're you're at zero, you're like trucking along and then you might go up to 10. You know, you might okay, I had a little too much sushi, I had a little too much ice cream, I'm up to 10, okay, notice, not making it bad, not making myself feel like, because again, if you have that rigid mindset, you have to stay at zero at all times. Again, picture a graph right now, picture a graph that can go into positives and negatives in space, right? You're going to have to stay at zero, you can't veer at all. Like you can't mess up, and you can't, that's like living in a straitjacket, right? I'm sorry if that's offensive. <laughs> um, I apologize if that is, I don't know if that is offensive and um, maybe I should. But just think of it, like you're going to live like you're living in a really tight dress. Like you can't make one wrong move. And that is no way to live. And now it just popped into me that like this is also in relationships too. If you feel like you can't make, you can't say the wrong thing in a relationship, like you can't, you know, like you have to be this like perfect person at all times, that's going to fail. That's going to be very hard to be in that relationship if that person doesn't allow you to mess up, doesn't allow you to make mistakes, doesn't allow you to, you know, do something, obviously, given that it's not like a massive betrayal or cheating or something, uh, that person, that's not going to be healthy for you, for you to feel like, oh my gosh, like one wrong move and I'm done. So the same thing with food, like we cannot treat like us having, we go to 10 and then it's like, oh, I, 
I messed it all up, right? Because what you're going to do is if you're in the rigid mindset, you're going to mess it up and then you're going to binge and then you're going to restrict and you're going to get back there again. You have to expect that sometimes you're going to go to 10, you know, and then you might go to negative 10 if let's say you want to have a couple days of like being really dialed in with your nutrition because you know you're going to go on you know, you know, you want to wear a dress like that you want to feel really good in, or you have a vacation, you have a birthday, like there's nothing wrong with like, again, I'm not saying extreme dieting, but like if you want to just dial things in a little bit more. So you oscillate, but the oscillations are like plus minus 10 versus plus minus 50, right? It's also a psychological thing where if you feel as a human, as a person that you can't make a mistake, you're in a prison, And we think that perfectionism is like, we think that perfectionism is like a loving thing, but it's an impossible standard. It doesn't exist there. It doesn't allow for your humanity. So what we really want to pay attention to is like, okay, most of the time, what does this look like tangibly? Most of the time, I hit my macros, I self monitor, I, we know what we, we know what it looks like for us to be consistent, right? Like most of the time we, you know, stay consistent. And then when an opportunity arises, like when it's easier for us to stay consistent, like we're at home, we're cooking, or let's say like you got your period and you like really want brownies for dinner. You have to allow yourself that ability if you want to. So this is about finding a sweet spot of like not letting that, perceived imperfection means that like, okay, every opportunity, every whim that I have to not follow my macros or not eat protein that I indulge, because that's also not conducive to your growth. That is coddling. If you give yourself every single, if you give in to every single whim and indulgence that you want, like I wouldn't get anything done. (laughs) I would literally do nothing and I would eat my, right now I'm very into these banana bars. Go look at Baked by Melissa's TikTok or just Google Baked by Melissa um, banana bars absolutely incredible. I would do nothing but eat those and like watch Vanderpump Rules, which I'm really obsessed with right now. And that's not fun either. That is coddling, right? So for us, it's about finding that sweet spot where we practice imperfection and imperfection with food is not so much the imperfection, but rather the response to the imperfection. It's not just like, oh, I ate this one thing and I went quote unquote off my plan or I ate 300 extra calories. It's what we do in response to that, right? It's like, oh, I did that. Now I messed up. Now I should binge. I was I was bad. All of these things. And then that might carry over into the next several meals, next several day, even the next month or two. I mean, I can remember times where it's been like six months. Like that's crazy. <laughs> where I just was like made one mistake and it turns into this thing. This is also why I don't love rigid plans, like a whole 30 or something like that, unless it's like you're under the supervision of a doctor and like you need that. But for the most part, I don't think anybody needs that. And it, unless like, again, you're really solid, you know, your brain is okay with it. But otherwise, I don't think humans thrive with that. So the point is to practice like, allowing yourself to be imperfect, but also know that you also have to practice restraint. So it's finding that sweet spot between like 
okay, I do what I do most of the time. And then when the opportunity arises for me to quote unquote, go off, I'm going plus minus 10, or even 20. But going to negative 50 and 100 doesn't mean that because it doesn't, you know, uh, that isn't what imperfection is, because that is not going to cause you to feel the way that you want to feel, right? We have to also adjust this to our current goals. So for example, if like you are in a fat loss phase and you're really dialed and like you have a goal, you have to really be honest with yourself about like, you know, do I, because that will require a certain amount of adherence. So this would mean that we need to be honest about how these imperfections play into the context of our goal. And then we can either adjust the goal or we adjust the protocol and the way we get there. So this is the balance between restraint and imperfection. And I think just having the permission to be imperfect is oftentimes what we need, but it is not permission to be imperfect. It's not permission to make yourself feel like shit or permission to be lazy, permission to let yourself down. And I think that, again, many of the intuitive eating people out there are just like, do whatever you want, whenever you want. That That's what this like big swing, big swings do, followed by restriction. But it's important for us to find that sweet spot. This is also why it's important in our nutrition plans to include things that we love so we can adhere to them. And we don't need to like, like if you love ice cream, find a way to fit an ice cream. Like this is what we do in intuitive macros, right? We know that I'm not going to get into the specifics of it right now, but we know that all foods fit and foods also have certain real estate and have a different impact on your satiety. So I think that this is about, as always, honesty. But part of our values here, if you resonate with this podcast, is holding yourself to a certain standard and really valuing the way that you feel and holding yourself to a certain level of honesty with yourself. And, you know, sometimes for me, it's like because I have permission to eat ice cream in the morning or eat ice cream all day if I wanted to, like it's not interesting to me. This is a process that takes practice and something that is that takes time. And the last tactical tip that I'll share are these ranges of consistency because this will be how we get things done. So some things will be like something that I shared in an email one time was like, can I think of things as like good, better, best? Okay, on a good day, I have protein at every meal and two fruits per day. On a better day, I'm having protein at every meal four fruits and veggies per day. Best, I'm working out and I go on a walk and I track my food and I hit my protein goal. So that way you can, your brain can get the win. So set tiny goals and then hit those goals and then continue to refine and adjust in time. But if we have these ranges of consistency and ranges of, you know, ability to check the box and, um, you know, a spectrum of consistency means that we can still get a win because what's going to get you your results is not huge swings. It's going to be daily consistency over and over and over. And again, the opposite of restriction isn't always going off the rails. It's balance. It's this, it's moderation. It's the ability to find that sweet spot where you can still feel how you want to feel and indulge and have fun and do all of those things. I will expand more on the consistency stuff, but thank you all so much for being here. 
I appreciate you. Please let me know if there's a podcast episode that you want me to do or a guest that you would like to see. I can't wait to continue to share all the things that I have for you and sending you so, so much love and gratitude for listening today as always. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.